The Heinemann Podcast is a production of Heinemann Publishing. Heinemann is a provider of resources written by real teachers for real classrooms. Heinemann values teachers as decision makers and students as curious learners. Discover the path to lifelong professional learning at Heinemann.com. Heinemann, dedicated to teachers. I'm Brett from Heinemann. On today's podcast, Thinking Like an Editor. Editors are the crucial unseen collaborators of published writers. In her new book, Back and Forth, Using an Editor's Mindset to Improve Student Writing, Heinemann author Lee Heffernan describes adopting that role in her classroom and how it helps student authors dig in and produce dramatically better writing. Lee relies on both student-centered pedagogy and the experiences of numerous professional writers and editors. We started our conversation on why students can be reluctant to revise. Well, revision's hard. It's hard even for adult authors, for published authors. But I think students avoid it for several reasons. Some kids just get really attached to their drafts, and they love it, and they just think... I just love it the way it is, and they don't want to change a thing, and it's really hard for them to even think about doing that. But some kids avoid it for an opposite reason, like they're done with it, they've lost interest in it, they don't really care about it that much anymore. They want to move on to something else. (laughs) Kids in school don't have the experience a lot of times of working with someone to really pull their draft apart and revise it extensively. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a little revision here, add a detail there. But they don't have the experience of watching it develop and change through revision. They not, they're not really expecting it because they don't have the background knowledge of it. And also, I think we're a little bit unclear with kids about revision sometimes. We say, you know, this lead uh, doesn't really pull me in. You know, here's some ideas. If, if they say, well, I don't really feel like doing that, or I like it the way it is, that's the end of the story. It's a little confusing for kids, I think, because we're like, you should change this maybe, you know, or I, I thought it could use a little more exciting at the be- exciting part at the beginning. And kids are like, well, are you going to make me do it? Or yeah. you know, if I'm not going to be, you know, if I don't have to do it, I'm probably not going to do it. Yeah. So I think there are a lot of reasons, but mostly I think revision is tricky and it is hard for people. During the writing workshop, you had a sense of hesitance that your students picked up on as yourself as a writer. Tell us about that and how it affected your approach to your to working with your students. Mm-hmm. I've been teaching for over 30 years in elementary schools, and I fell in love with writer's workshop mm-hmm. and process writing in the early 80s when I was a young teacher. I listened to advice about really honoring and respecting student writers and to kind of pull back a little bit and listen more than suggest and to phrase your questions, you know, very open-ended way so as not to lead them into your ideas and to kind of stay away from the draft. And I did that for a long time, but then I started reading more about editors working with authors. And there's one editor I love, his name's Gerald Gross. He said, you know, it is true that the author owns the text, but during publishing, the author leases it to the editor for a little while. And I love that image, that you're going to 
you're going to let me have it for a little bit and I'm going to be involved too. Mm -hmm. And then when we're done, the lease is over and it's yours again. And that gave me a lot more confidence about making lots of suggestions. Mm -hmm. And instead of worrying when I had a conference with a kid, like, how can I phrase this question? So they kind of come up with the idea and I don't seem overbearing. Now I just sit down and it's much more natural. I'm like, I read your draft. I loved it. I think it needs some dialogue here, you know, and here. What do you think? And often kids will say, I wanted to do dialogue, but I wasn't sure how to start it up. You know, so it really generates the conversation. It just seems more natural. Like I read your draft. I have ideas about it because I'm your editor and that's my job. And this this is definitely a part of writer's workshop. This isn't something that's separate or outside of it. It's a part of the process that you put into it. Exactly. A writer's workshop has been the exact same format in my classroom for 30 years. And we start off with mini lessons and we take a status of the class and we have writing and conferring time and we end with sharing our pieces. And um, it's really always been a favorite part of the curriculum for me and my students. You talk about in the book that you were inspired by author Raul Dahl and his relationship with his editors. Tell us a little bit about that. I read this article about Raul Dahl and what a difficult writer he was for editors, and he had many during his career. And then I read a biography of Dahl. I was really fascinated by this because I thought, how can they ask Raul Dahl to revise his writing? (laughs) And I'm scared to ask a child to change their lead, you know, but Raul Dahl is, people are telling him to get rid of chapters and they're rewriting parts of it and saying, what do you think of it this way? And I thought something's going on here that I've missed the boat on. Mm -hmm. So he had a reputation for being very contentious, but also very grateful when he worked with an editor that he really enjoyed the collaboration. So I started thinking about this, like, well, Raul Dahl gets this professional service while he's publishing a book. How can I give something to my students that's more involved and will help improve their text? And I started showing them different We started collecting stories of writers working with editors. And some writers are very uh, forthcoming about their relationship, and they'll even put drafts online of their successive drafts with their editor feedback. Kate DiCamillo does that. Tommy DePaula does that in a biography by Barbara Element. And it's, it's fun for the kids to see. So we started kind of be, it was kind of like an inquiry. Like, what is publishing really involved? And it gave me a lot more confidence about this mindset of working with kids during Writer's Workshop. And you, of course, you had an editor from Heinemann as you worked on the book. Yes. And you were able to sort of work that in, sort of a meta thing. You were able to work yes. that into the actual book itself. Talk a little bit about how you how you manage that. At first, when I started working with Holly Price Kim, I was a little bit nervous because I'm like sending her chapters where like, well, this is what editors do, you know. Like, <laughs> I hope she agrees, you know. <laughs> and, um, but she she did, you know, because these stories there are many patterns in the literature about editors and um, these patterns played out in my relationship with Holly and some of the things that were different with working with an editor that I could see in the literature and I could see come to life in my own relationship on my publishing journey with Holly is that Holly really stayed committed to a positive relationship with me 
And editors talk about that a lot, that there's nothing gained if um, the relationship goes awry, because mm-hmm. you need a book at the end of this. And so, you know, there's really a lot of suggestions about being tactful and being respectful. And um, there's negotiation and there's emotion for sure. And that really can't be denied in publishing, but it's real. And so I always felt like when Holly made a suggestion that um, she, I always knew she was going to check in. What did you think about that? Or do you need you want to talk on the phone? Or how's it going if she hadn't heard from me for a while? You know, so she really was committed to the relationship. And editors also say they have a commitment to the text and they almost become an advocate for the text. And that was really new for me to think about when I started working with kids. Like I have to speak for their text because they said that they were gonna write a text about friendship. But there is no friendship in this book or, you know, it's really only about one kid winning a hockey game, you know. So, you know, if we agreed that you're going to follow this theme, how can I help you develop this text so that it's true to your theme? And Holly did a lot of that where she said, you know, your text, you're talking about the editors and you're talking about writing research and how these things connect. And how do you show how this plays out in a classroom? And she kept making suggestions about that. And it it was good. I I was grateful for those suggestions. She also always kept the reader in mind. Mm -hmm. And that's something that was new for me, too, as a writing teacher. It's like we write these things, and kids read them in the classroom. But to really think how you can get kids uh, writing out there in the world more. Holly was always saying to me, what do you want readers to get from this? What do you think teachers need to know in order to do this? Mm -hmm. And um, she really helped me bring more classroom application into the book. So it was fun towards the end. She said, I said, yeah, I kind of think I need to write about us a little bit. And she said, I know. (laughs) We were both kind of like nervous around that. But I think it worked out great. And it was a great uh, way to wrap up the book. I worked on this book for years with Holly. And I was teaching full time the Mm -hmm. whole time I was writing it. And I'm kind of a slow writer. (laughs) But, um, you know, I had this relationship with her during the publishing of the book for a long time. And last week I wrote to her. I'm like, I'm really missing our back and forth. (laughs) And she's like, me too. (laughs) So it was fun to see the stuff that I was learning about and researching with kids really did play out in my publication journey too. Yeah, I mean, you kind of had to (laughs) at a certain point because as a reader... It's sort of like, well, what about you? Right. You know? <laughs> People were asking me that a lot, too. Yeah. Like, well, you're working with an editor, right? I'm like, yes. <laughs> and it's true. And yeah. I would say that to kids when I talk to them about editors and authors. And I would do many lessons on publishing and small presses, how editors have a really specific role in publishing with authors. I'd say, I know this for a fact to be true because yeah. I'm going through it right now with my editor. And my book has changed a lot. And it's been revised a bunch of times. So the kids kind of were excited about it. (laughs) You write about how your students were surprised by, you know, what an editor actually does. And in that relationship you just talked about, what were their reactions? What were their reactions like? They're mostly very positive because at the beginning of the year, I teach a lot about what editors are for writers and the services they provide for writers. And we do a lot of activities around researching publishing houses and looking at texts that have been many drafts of texts that authors have put online. We watch some interviews online with editors. We do uh, 
publishing house scavenger hunt where we look through the books in our own classroom library and who publishes them. We talk about the difference between small presses and big presses. And the kids even write and perform these little skits that are lunch with your editor, which is an author and an editor, and they talk about the issues that might come up. Mm -hmm. So by the time they've submitted a manuscript and I've given them feedback, they're ready for <laughs> me to be a little different. And they're, yeah. it's very playful. Like they're ready to have this meeting with me. They get very excited about it. <laughs> but, you know, it's still sometimes they'll say, I disagree with that suggestion. Mm -hmm. And I'm very respectful of that. I'm like, that's fine. And I know you can come up with something better. But right there in that text, it's very confusing. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of the first reader here for you. So what are we going to do about it? And so then often kids will say, well, what do you now? What do you think? I'm like, well, you don't like this idea. No, I do not want to do it that way. I'm like, OK, what about this other idea? Mm, like, OK, it's your gig. And tell me what you can. I'm here. But why don't you experiment with some of these things? Mm -hmm. And I said this to a kid, Ethan, in my class last year, and he goes, but you're my editor. <laughs> and I said, I am, but that doesn't mean I'm just an idea factory for you today. So let's talk once you look at the ideas we've already talked about. They get very involved. They like having an editor. Uh, most kids this year acknowledged me in their author's notes. Oh. I want to thank my editor, <laughs> Lee Heffernan. <laughs> so it's very sweet. They, they yeah. enjoy it. It's very playful. You know, it really kind of, I have a new identity, and they really have an author yeah. identity. That's neat. It really sounds like they don't see revision anymore as something that they have to do, but something that's just a part of the process that allows them to keep going. Yes, and they see it improving their text. Mm -hmm. Now, I used to have, like, you hand in the rough draft, we do some revision, then we publish. Mm -hmm. Now, I really slow down the writer's workshop, and we, we might pass it back. Every kid is different, so we might pass it back and forth two or three times with one kid, another kid maybe eight or nine times. Wow. And it's just reminding the kid and me that how can we make this text the best it can be? Mm -hmm. So there are moments where a kid who's revised eight times is like, <laughs> it's done? <laughs> like, yeah, it's done. <laughs> and, um, but they, they see, they're very proud of their text. And at portfolio conferences at the end of the year, most kids say that their stories are their favorite parts. And they tell me I should do more. You know, they, they, they like the work. It's, it's very project-based, you know. They're really involved with an important project. So, it's fun. My thanks to Lee Heffernan for her time today. You can follow Lee on Twitter, at Lee underscore Heffernan. Again, her book is Back and Forth, Using an Editor's Mindset to Improve Student Writing. You can read a sample chapter of her book on Heinemann.com. Be sure to also subscribe for more podcasts and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Plus, you can get a daily teacher tip right on your phone directly from Heinemann Authors by downloading the Heinemann Teacher Tip app. All this and more on Heinemann.com. Thanks for listening.